Yo, Chuck, run a power move on him. May I say something to you to give you a true knowledge of yourself and life so that the same glory and success attained by other men who understand themselves may be yours? Man in the full knowledge of himself is a superb and supreme creature of creation. When man becomes possessor of the knowledge of himself, he becomes master of his environment, the captain of his own ship, the director of his own destiny, the accomplisher of his own ends. Peace, peace. Uh, this is actually, um, this is a... Is this a pot combine podcast? I don't think this is a combine podcast. Is it? It is, right? All right. So, peace, everybody. Um, it's Ken Montgomery here. I'm here with my trusty assistant, Tattoo Phil. Um, we doing we doing um episode to break open something that's very connects all. You know, we connect on different levels. Obviously, um, community. You know, and and family but you know one of the things we connect on is music like i think everybody in the combine loves music and we are blessed and fortunate to have like musicologists music minds uh in the combine and um the sounds of the combine is a concept that was really by a young guy Dave it really you know I don't think we can even take ownership of coming up with that idea I think that's that's from the great mind of Dave and then oiled well oiled by Rebel Lay what you, what you hunching your shoulders up for man pause there ain't no pause moment yo man didn't we just have a conversation Christ. about we need an EOC person in here man <laughs> seriously man like I don't understand, but listen, go ahead, man. What my long-winded friend was trying to get to was the fact that we have two of our brothers, Kanban brothers, and two music aficionados. And um, let's do a quick, um, let's do a quick roll call. Y'all heard from Stupid. Um, (laughs) This is Phil. Peace, peace. Uh, This is Austin James. This is David Andrew from Old to Vinyl. Oh yeah, I sent from a fine sound system, FON. Um you know, y'all y'all got a couple. Y'all got I I, I kinda that could that could be a part of this early portion of this um of this podcast is y'all getting into like who you are. You know, I, I think of you just say Dave, but then you you know, you, you got like some layers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll start we'll start with Dave since since, since right, we're talking well, to him. But you know, I think of ask for Dave. I think of yeah. I think of uh, something that we all were not associated with. Dave the lyricist is Dave the you know. There's layers. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? I uh, appreciate you, Phil. I mean, to be honest, yeah, Dave does have a lot of layers. I started to like put these uh, AKAs or these uh, other additions to who I am from being a fan of Ghostface, I feel like, or like Yasin Bey or any of those uh, rappers who hold, I hold dear, they kind of tap into these different forms of their mind and become what they are and what they originally should be presented to the public as. Um, so when I started uh, 
you know my pillage or my journey through music it was just what i was around and you know um and just being a journalist uh that's another fast uh another asset or facet of mine uh just being able to tell a story um and that's what got me into music um and that's why otavinyl.com is a place where i'm able to write <coughs> express myself through uh writing uh, about music uh, I'm able to capture it through video um, through photos I'm capturing other people's stories because I, I feel like everything is to tell you know you know we're always t trying to sell but nobody's really trying to tell the truth everybody's trying to sell the truth and because you when you sell the truth there's always a higher bidder that can out, can out buy and have their interpretation of the truth and I feel like what in the African-American or just the black community as a whole, the diaspora, we need to understand the stories uh, from its source. Um, and I feel like I can be a source of, of intel for, my, for the youth, for the people of my age, for the, to whoever's pouring into me, who I, you know, I strain it with, a, with, a, with a, a fine strainer and just take the root of it. And that's what Old Vinyl is in a long-winded sense. Um, that's what I am. So if I'm a lyricist, I'm trying to tell a story. I'm trying to tell my point of view. If I'm a DJ, I'm trying to tell you a story through education, through intellect, through research, uh, through vibrations, through tapping into different parts of your chakras, tapping into the community in that way, tapping into the environment, and you know, adding color to, to things that people don't really pay attention to, that they neglect, because I feel like music is neglected in its art form. You know, since it's so digitized, nobody really cares about the art form of music because it's disposable. You know, there's a new hot artist, maybe they gave you like two hits, somebody sounds just the same, you forgot about that artist already. Um, Farrell Sanders just passed away, you know. The people who know, know his music lives forever. You know, Black, um, Black Star just dropped an album on Luminary and they were talking about how people are trying not really care about copying the album because it's on Luminary, but they're like, yo, my music isn't dead. Just because it's on Luminary, it's not gonna last just for a year. It's lasting forever. And I feel like that's what it is. We last forever, our energy lasts forever. So I digress. No, that, that, that's a, um, you know, I, I just, what you said is very important because I think when you look at movements, particularly black movements um, in all eras, music was very, very important to it. It was almost like one of the vehicles to, to bring out the consciousness, the intellect, the creativity. And I think what you said is very, uh, very important. Like we are in a digitized age where everything is compressed and disposable at a high rate and, and, and it is important. Um, and, I, and I think that's, an, that's something that's has to continue because I think if as we go towards fascism, as we go towards oligarchies and corporate corporatizing everything, you know the the intellect, the the soul, the the um, spiritual, all those things are attacked. And um, you know I think that's a real good point, Dave. You know, word, word. Rebel A, what's what's up, bro? Peace, dogs. <laughs> Yo, um, I, I want to just say, you know, I've been rocking musically with Rebel A for a long time, from speakeasies to you as a lyricist, as a producer, as an arranger. Um, 
Fawn is one of my favorite events to go to. Thank we, you, brother. We, we actually just went to a Fawn event. When is the next Fawn event, by the way? We try to do them every four weeks. And what what is? Could you say? Could you, in your words, what is Fawn? To be honest with you. So Fawn Adaptive is in my understanding an artistic engine. <clears throat> so one of the, like you said, one of the ways uh, we communicate is with music. Basically, what we want to do is be in conversation with our people and, and in community with our people. Um, and music is uh, central to, I think, African life, you know, uh, in a way that it's not for other people. And when I say African, I just mean, you know, Africans all over the planet. So I'm not trying to distinguish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, like MCs, like right now, MCs. The whole world basically moves on the ideas of our MCs right now. And the interesting thing is, because of the nature of capitalism, they're always trying to sell youth. So we have our youth who do have a perspective and a lot to say, but they don't have experience that others that have survived some of the trials and tribulations they've experienced have. So we're missing like a lot of voices because of ageism and uh, ideas of beauty and all. Like I was watching this thing on Ella Fitzgerald, and man, like just how she's incredible. Yeah, it you know it it also just, I mean I know I'm like all over the place right now, but you know she went through a lot of different movements in music, like swing to jazz. And, but the, the thing was, she was always sort of in touch with like the streets. So she would be moving through these different forms of music that in hindsight, we see the connectivity and it doesn't necessarily seem as turbulent as it was in the moment for people to switch these different genres, sort of like, you know, Hip hop and uh, trap or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. No, no. It's we. You just made me think of something. So last night, um, I went to an industry event to 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 see really to see a, a very talented young lady in our community, um, Jordan. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. Jordan Keith's is niece. dope. She's, Keith's she's niece. amazing. Uh, she had, her album to me was a really yeah. dope album. And of course, she signed to um, a, a major label now and, and she's getting her creativity out to, to lead up. So there was an event and um, it was at Sony, Sony Music Hall, Sony Music Hall mm -hmm. in Times Square or whatever. And it was weird because I loved her, but th being there at this industry event, it's, it's so funny to me how like the, the machine that, that puts out the music that everyone either gravitates to or from mm -hmm. is like this very homogenous institution institutionalized machine mm -hmm. it doesn't feel uh good to me to be in an industry environment um it's very curated yeah. and it's and it's, it's just weird and you know we left and we end up seeing two very i think we seen uh me, me and candace went around a corner and we seen uh, future 
and uh, Fabio, who were at uh, a restaurant in Times Square, a Brooklyn Chop House restaurant. And it's it's funny that you say that the world literally waits to hear these MCs, mm-hmm. and we live in a world where the world also continues to alienate black men mm-hmm. to a degree that you know we are. I think it's. I don't think I would. I don't think this is a, a opinion. I think from a sociological standpoint, we black males are on the bottom of all the social triggers for you to determine how a society or a people are doing. Mm-hmm. We just at the, you know, education, mm-hmm. um, you know, you name it. We're the canary in the mind. Yes, we are, we are on the bottom. And you just said youth is, you know, we live in this thing where obviously youth is very, you know, important. They sell it black male youth so on one hand black male youth is ostracized whiteness and 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 capitalism can't take their eyes off of us like they're fixated on us but at the very same time while that's happening they are trying to turn out the next mc and you so if you if you're if you don't know any better you think what they present what they're presenting is a full breath of the black male intellect and creativity, mm, nah. <clears throat> but it, but it's it's so it's, and it's a curated caricature. Yes, it's a character. It's a minstrel yeah, exactly. uh, event. So I, I mean, I, I, it's just funny that you you said that because it's like I, I find myself having to search, and I think maybe that's a good thing. But I have to search for those MCs. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not comfortable with the MCs that are given to me. Some of them are dope, you know what I'm saying. But more are not dope. It's probably always been like that because our music is wrapped up with economics, so people are not necessarily being a full frequency or their true frequency because they have you know other pressures, Mm -hmm. which you know then cause them to present in a way that they present in our. It's kind of wild to me though. Like, I, like I, I got put on a new music. I got put on a new music this. Well, not this week. Dave, our own Dave. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Dave was an MC. Yeah. I thought Dave was just a dope, young, brilliant brother into fashion. Yeah, nah. And when I found out he <laughs> yeah. was an MC, he wanted a million. I was like, yes. oh shit! Yes. Yes. And this shit is dope yes. and hard. And I'm like, yo. Um, yeah. I always knew Rebel Rebel A. I'm not gonna put your 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 history out there. You're shaking your head. I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah, I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> but I'm gonna ask both of y'all: When did y'all get into? When did music touch y'all soul? Do you remember the first time? Hold on. Before we get into that, who who we listening to right now? Definitely you gotta come with a Pharaoh, yeah. Ramsey, Ram Pharaoh. Okay. You gotta yeah, have yeah, a yeah. Pharaoh song. Coltrane. Coltrane. Oh man, who I'm listening to right now is yeah. Navy Blue, man. Yeah, Navy yo, Blue. shout yeah, out to yeah, Kenny for putting me on the Navy Blue. Yeah, um, Navy just Blue. to come to find out, he lives in the stock. He lives in the stock. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. to throw him out there, but yeah. yo, it's crazy because I got I I I started listening to Navy Blue. I got put on the Navy Blue from uh, 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 Alchemist. Yo, man, turn your fucking phone off, man. <laughs> This guy, man. Yo, nah, we ain't going to Sonya. No, listen. We, I got put on. Hold on. I, let me finish my story, man. Yo, 
I got put on it. All right, we're going to take a break. We done taking a fucking break. I got, I got put on the navy blue from that alchemist, and this is it's funny. I just had a a, a a conversation about alchemists. It's like somebody who I really appreciate their understanding of of music in general was saying that alchemist gets the he's the white guy thing. So it's like he gets he gets 
an extra like oh he's dope he's dope so when he comes with mediocre shit no he's dope they said he's dope but they said of late his shit is like uh it's not his best work i and i don't you know look this person is more in the music tonight i was just listening to what's that uh the elephant man's bones elephant bones but i saw i I, I saw you know he said no he's giving them but he's just saying he thinks he gets an extra thing because of that that. no but i don't know so but i got onto navy through the project that he had with um he he had navy on that album yeah. And I think Navy and Earl. Yeah. There's a song with Navy and Earl. But I got put on to that by I got I got cut connected through to Navy through that. And then I got connected to Navy. Navy is like Uncle John's little home like uh Uncle John Navy considers Uncle John his big bro. Mm. Wow. And they did a song together that I, I, I really get down with. Um, code names, uh, code code names or code code switching, something like that on Uncle John's album. Then I start digging. You start that's that's what I love about music. You start yeah, yeah, digging. Yeah, yeah. Then I find Navy and the Wiki Kid. Then I find Navy with these albums and what he's saying. And I'm like, yo, dude got a lot to say. Yeah, like he got a lot to say. Yo, he he hit. I posted a song by him, and he hit me. Yo. Like yo, on some real humble, mm-hmm. like yo, peace, yo, peace, like peace. I, I really appreciate your appreciation of my music, basically. Yeah, and I was like, wow. But he he get busy. No, no. I mean, Navy. So what brought me to him? It was his references and his uh, effortlessness of references with spirituality, yeah. and yeah. yeah, and his understanding of like the higher and lower self. Um, knowing you know names, uh, you know deities. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, 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 I know yeah, exactly. Yeah, what yeah. You, at some point, I was listening to him. And I was like, "Yeah, what language is he speaking?" <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it almost sounded like another language. Mm-hmm. But nah, I get what what else, what else you listen. And his to? name is you know Sage, so which is yeah. pretty dope. Which brings me to like what got me into this kind of rap to begin with. Uh, you know, uh, growing up, you listening to what's hot. You know, mm-hmm. I was listening to Ludacris. I was listening to Nelly. I was listening to the top forty, but crazy. yeah, but what what really got me was the beats, mm. and because you know I wanted to know who made Ludacris beat, you know I got in with the Neptunes mm. heavily, but then I was like, who are they? Who are they sampling? Coming to find out, they weren't really sampling, but they were inspired by Tribe. Yeah, so then a lot of like, people was in the hip hop. So and then Tribe was inspired by Jack. Well, that that's when you listen. I think Q Tip is a underrated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like for instance, and yeah. they, I guess I'll bring it back to the alchemist well, thing. Whole, they whole shit is yeah, like 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 people. I don't think the average person, even in hip hop, really understands that what a Q-tip has done in yeah. in this in this hip hop shit. Right yeah. now at any type of party, too. and it goes. Yeah. And not that it not only goes, but it's not like um, yo, I was listening to uh, what's his name. Damn. Anyway, it's this piano, Jason, piano player, Jason something. Moran? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was saying that when jazz cats is just going for the juggler, but with no taste, they call mm-hmm. it getting house. Mm-hmm. Tribe is never getting house. Mm-hmm. All of their shit is quality. Yeah. So even if it's a banger, it's not like, like I feel some people when they, when they making, yo, we about to turn up. Mm-hmm. 
they just get yeah. mad they, corny. They, they, they arguably, for me, when, when you, you start rating like quality albums, mm -hmm. they have, and if, if you're going to call hip-hop a genre, they have, to me, they've submitted, at least let's start with the first three albums. Like, they submitted, to me, the, the they could put their bid in for, for one of the strongest trilogy of albums. Um, I'm not gonna lie. The, the fourth one, I wasn't really feeling. And then, and this last album they did, even you know, Q-Tip as an MC, I just oh, was listening man. to some. I was listening to the last joint they just did. He, um, he was saying some. Yo, he was saying some effort, and it's a song he got even before that album. He had a song on. Um, he he had a song. What's that song with cute with what with three thousand? Is it on that album? Um, yeah. What's the song he got with Andre three thousand with kids? Uh, uh, I ain't gonna lie. Um, it's kids, kids. kids. It's I don't know kids. what album that's on. It's on the last album. That's on the last album. Mm -hmm. That song. That mm -hmm. that back and forth. And then he he produced Danny Brown's last mm -hmm. album. Oh wow. And I I didn't no, you know so. Tip is nah, he's a really you know but I. He was one of the people where I saw, like I, I got hip to jazz before. I guess it was cool from from a, from a, my aunt's husband at the time. He mm -hmm. had all these old jazz albums and stuff. But Tribe to me was like one of the first groups where it was like they were embracing it to me. Mm -hmm. But you know, but I, I you know I, I don't want to digress. But I, I love I love music. What else you listen to? Babe? Um, I'm listening to a lot of house. Uh, I listen to Rhythm Section, which is a great yeah, label. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a label. They got like New Graphic on it. Dan um, Kai. Uh, what's the mother dude? Uh, Chaos from the CBD. Um, yeah. You know, you got Duke Q, you got uh, Contours. Mm -hmm. I think Jay Daniels mm -hmm. maybe have contributed to them. But um, yeah, I like that kind of tempo. Of jazz, I like Kamal Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like Kamal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like uh, anything that kind of like plays with like that. It, w w the sound that I gravitate to is not even in the states; it's in Europe. Yeah, um, yeah fun, like London is on it. Um, the Berlin is on it. Like, mm -hmm. like those places, they embrace the sound that we forgot. Josh, mm -hmm. that's why I like I like uh, the old Strata. Yeah, yeah, jazz, yeah. Black jazz. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Strata yeah. is amazing. Big up Amir. Yeah. Oh yeah, Amir. Yeah, his 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 Spotify on that. Yeah, he just put out a joint like an album. Damn, I'm blanking right now on the name of it, but it's a beautiful, beautiful album where he redid a lot of uh, Strata joints, not mm. Strata East. Strata East, oh, Strata East. Yeah, no, I love Strata, Strata, Strata East. Strata East yeah. is crazy. Oh man, that's a great. Hold jazz. on, let me grab the record because I, I I got the record, right. and then I can just tell you the name of it. Um, yeah, I like tri I like even Tribe. So who really got me to the next level of music was when I was going to college. I was the uh, the bootlegger. I was the guy who used to go on Napster and, and yeah, or like go on these forums and then just like swipe LimeWire, LimeWire, and get it and get it to my my classmates. I was and then that's why I started to dig for Doom. That's why I, in college I found who Doom was. Uh, this is two thousand. I would say two thousand and six, two thousand five. So then I started to know who Blue and Exile was, and then my sound really started to mature. That's when I really found out who really was like. Black Moon, you know, mm -hmm. I started, and then I started like there's this old, there's this older cat in my, in my, thank you, in my, in my dorm. He didn't even go to my school. He was just 
selling weed. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, yo, 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 you got all these music, man. You got all this music, man. He said, cause I used to go download the Kanye packs, and Kanye had all the samples, and I used to download all the Dilla packs, and Dilla had all the samples. So you know, most people who are sort seeking for a sound that's different, they go to the people who they look up to, like, yo, what are you listening to? Mm-hmm. So I was listening to what Timbaland was listening to. I was listening to, but Timbaland didn't really listen to anybody, but he was he was influenced again by Tip. So it was like, what Tip is listening to? What Q-Tip is listening to? And I started looking at what Dilla, Tip. So I started like really honing on that sound. I was like, yo, who's who's really is Dilla? Like, who? what did Dilla produce? You know, he did De La Soul. Oh, man, I love De La Soul. Stakes is high fire. Mm-hmm. I like, yo, Common, you know, like Water for Chocolate. Like, mm-hmm. that was that was becoming me a, a mature uh, listener. And I started to listen to jazz. But I was listening to jazz already because my grandfather... Just as I thought, everybody who listened to jazz was just refined. You know, mm-hmm. like he, like if you listen to jazz, you drive some a nice. Of those, some of those jazz dudes was beautiful musicians and crazy as fuck. And like crazy. they wasn't refined at all. Ex- yeah, whatever. But it's very I true. You. I got you. But the reason why I say that is because my grandfather was just the epitome of well dressed, well mannered, mm-hmm. just the coolest cat. Worked at Saks most of his life. Came from Grenada. You know, lived in a nice little home in Jersey, had a pool, was in the military. He was always in great shape. He was swimming in the pool every day, had a tight fade. And I was just like, yo, my grandfather, man, like this dude, I'd only known him for but a short span of my life in, in depth. But everybody compares me to him. They'll be mm-hmm. like, yo, you remind me of your grandfather, Eric. And um, I was like, yo, he's the man. Um, so he listened to jazz. And when he would listen to jazz, he would listen to it in quiet. He would listen to it and he would speak and he would speak very uh his 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 conversations would be would be short but would be direct and his voice was deep so i connected all that with jazz and i and i was like yo my mom would ask me who what's your favorite kind of music and i remember when i was like nine years old i was like jazz she's like you don't even listen to jazz i'm like but it just sounds cool and it just sounds like my grandfather and from tip those things all connected for me that that and um, that consciousness, that element of how I saw him, how I saw the world, that perspective. Then, when listening to jazz, you hear the warmth, you hear the crackle, you can hear it, in certain senses how it was recorded. It was everything is live. Come to come to this point where I'm at right now, I connected with these cool individuals outside of my camp, and it's called State of Course Records. And State of Course Records, I can honestly say, changed my life because. When um, I was rapping, I was rapping with my boy Jay, um, Elijah, and we would uh, form this group called Kame. And, you know, we were very much inspired by the Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang, yeah. Kame, that's one of my favorite Wu-Tang songs. Tracks. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, what's the best track that we like that's not pop- popular? He was like, yo, Daytona 500, everybody know. Mm-hmm. But Kame, they both went in nice. So I was just like, yo, and I always wear an old low. Old low was my thing at that time. Everybody knew I was collecting old low. Um, and Jay, he, you know, he was like Dilla. He was like the the beat maker. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I want to be like, I, I like how we combine together. I want to hear that stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we was, and you know, his father was a decep, so there was like, yo, we from East New York, so it was like, this is like a homage to Brooklyn. This was a point in time where Brooklyn didn't have its roots in order. I felt like the younger generation lost sight of the roots of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I felt like they didn't even know who Buckshot was. They don't even know. They don't even know the story of the boot camp thing. Like I, yeah. I, I know the boot camp origins from I was there. Exactly. Like, if you, you really, you don't have boot camp without steel. There but most know. people don't don't know that because this is just my humble opinion. 
Steel Steel had to Steel is it you got to know him to understand it. Steel is a is a literally like a like he is like a general soldier type of person. Um but he was also the origin of that. Like if, mm. when you listen to Boot Camp start with Black Moon and then once you hear who got the props that sounds totally different from everything after that with Buck. If you notice Buck Buck rhyme thing started getting more intricate, but it started going into a different direction. Because if you listen to Steel, right, and you listen to Smith and Wesson early stuff, nothing moved but the money, um, um, tools of the trade, um, and then you start listening to Killing Every Nigga in Sight, and then you start listening to Blacksmith and Wesson, you start hearing Steel. Like still was like the guy that a lot of people don't know. If you, you can go online and find it, like Sean, people ask Sean Price how do how do you get into rhyming and all that. And he was like, still was the guy who mm. taught him how to write. Like like not taught him like let him sit down, but that's where he got his motivation from. And with still came Tech Smith and Wesson, came OGC Steel's little brother and his little homies, mm, um, original gun clap, little original gun clappers. Yes then the reps it was a the btjs like it was a bunch of stuff you know and um you know like you said you got we don't know the story and i think musically we did lose that because you know think about it if you're going to radio and this the popular dj at the time to listen and understand what's going on like it's that's ludicrous like we yeah because you because you lost what dna and hank love ted love baiu it was so many it wasn't so many. It was a few places that you can get fed or learn from. And with the digital age, with the corporatization of everything, yeah. you don't do that. So even from an MC standpoint, like I'm just getting on to MCs I never even heard of. Like it's this kid, um, Raheem Supreme, that I just got put on to. He's almost like a throwback. Um, I didn't. I don't know who that kid is. Um, but then th that's just hip hop. But you know where's the next where's the young miles at or the young coltrains and you know it's it's that's up to i think that comes out of pain mm -hmm. as a community and um you know I, it's, it's it's real weird where we at you know what i mean like it's almost so weird you can't imagine the future of where this Never is can. anymore you know i also want to add on before it fades out it's more so because <clears throat> Anybody who's contributing to anything, they're not trying to contribute it in the area anymore. They're trying to get out. So, like, this, as I said, like, the sound is in Europe. Mm. Like, a lot of people in the States, they're like, y'all not even on this. I'm going to go where they're, they're seeking it. Can I say yeah. something yeah. with that? Before you say something, brother, <clears throat> brother Rebel. Yeah, man. You're in Europe. Give me, you know, where would we go music-wise right now? To be honest, I don't even know. What I found out in Europe is through YouTube. That's how I'm, that's how I'm searching for sound, and I see it through the individuals who I'm looking for. Like, like as I said, like a Kamal Williams. I'm like, yo, this DJ Kicks album because DJ Kicks does great um, compilations with these individuals, and I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Where's this from? Oh, it's in it's in Berlin, or you know, I'm like. I gotta go out there and then the people who dig go out there like Sean Dub from mm -hmm. Sean, um, Human Head like they go out there to dig alright so we're gonna we're gonna go to hey, some play, Berlin play the, 
play well, let's play a geology joint yeah let's do that's the homie yeah geology. yeah and he, and he moving around play more circuitry i like that i love that joint. that's a good track yeah, yeah. or or no no i like um what's that remake he did of was it a thousand fingers oh the thousand fingers yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh uh the the cassie who's the, who's the artist cassiano no, it's not Cassiano. But it's, it's uh, Fingers of Love. Yeah. A thousand yeah, fingers. Let's, let's do that.
Send that to me, dog. Yeah, I need that. Who this? Oh, yeah, this is nice. Yeah. Let's see how he's rapping yeah, over yeah. an uncertain beat. A beat you would never, you know? Yeah. This reminds me of the 90s. But modern. But yeah. just in terms of like, yo, we not, it's just, we on a good it's time. It's like really him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Exactly. This is try. Yeah. yeah. He, he found a dope yeah. loop. It was like, this yeah. is what I'm in my middle Drillers, pocket. Yeah. All of that. It's, it's all, all good. good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, nah, um, Dave was talking about um, how we looking in other places for sounds and stuff like that. And I also wanted to say in regards to that, in terms of bringing it back, bringing these sounds back, because you can't play them in, in, in all places. Like, a lot of these clubs and stuff like that, or spots, it's still about people getting money. So they going for, like, the lowest common denominator. So before I got, like, distracted earlier, one of the things that Fawn is about is speaking directly to the community and being in conversation. And music is a part of everybody's life. And um, so we've been doing our own speakeasies where it's not about the money. It's about us sort of like, you know, having these ephemeral moments where community gets together and, you know, we can ex explore how we really feel about music. Because a lot of times I feel how people feel about music is not, it's not really uh, how they truly feel. Hmm. It's just been dictated to them. It's a pattern. But, you know, yeah. Hmm. Uh, to your point I mean when people this is a great conversation in regards to how people aren't originally or organically uh, communicating what they love like <clears throat> the best conversations and the best relationships are the people who are truly uh, conveying their relationship with music and who they listen to when somebody says like um, for instance my homegirl Niara Sterling I, yo, we met strictly off of Dilla. She mm -hmm. was like, yo, which she said like, oh, that's Dilla. And she said a couple of tracks. And I was like, yo, what you know about Frank and Dank? She's like, oh, I, love, I know yeah, Frank and Dank. Or then she, we started talking about Currency. And she was like, yo, mm -hmm. I listen to Currency. But in particular, this track from Currency. And then he was like, okay, you from VA. Okay, you listen to uh, who from VA? Or she was like, oh, I love backyard music from DC. And I'm like, oh, oh that go-go, uh, go, yeah, that DMV. So then we were like, oh, man, we yo, we here. Yeah. A dope MC from VA that I forgot his name. Hood 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 Projects of Portsmouth. Um, cannot remember his name, but he was hard. I, I, I he had a video back in the day, and they were like in the and they were in the P's in VA, and you gotta go to PA VA to understand VA P's. Like I I have family down there in Portsmouth, so I knew Thomas Jefferson houses and all that out of out of Baba, but I think he was down with. The, the Pharrell in them for a second. 
and then it went away but he was he was dope but you know music you it's funny you say that because you know i i don't i have a even though i i get i guess i'm part of my profession is to make sense of the english language um which i struggle with at times because i, I we me and i don't know who i was talking to about this of recent but i don't necessarily find the words in the english language to express my thoughts and feelings because i'm you know that's not that's not from a dna standpoint that's not my original language like that's not my language of who i am but music tends to break through that and you know it speaks to on a level that that i don't think we pay attention to uh, or enough attention to as a people Mm-hmm. Um, it's really powerful. Like I, I'll be honest with you, music for me is like I. The world would be different for me without music. Mm-hmm. I should say, and I and I, I um, you know, I played an instrument as a kid or whatever. Um, oh. it's still, it's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yo, it's all good. So what you play? You played the you played the the banjo, right? Oh, yeah, oh no, you played, the guitar. Guitar. you played the guitar. You played the guitar. Yeah, well, yo, yeah, you played the guitar. Earlier whatever. I shot it to y'all on the text. About the banjo. The banjo. I had no idea that that was an African, uh, you know, enslaved Africans made that instrument. In my mind, it was just like I feel connected like, to European people. I feel like enslaved Africans made everything. <laughs> but then that makes you think about, so like in our constant evolution, and changing how much stuff we leave behind and forget, mm-hmm. you know, like it goes back to what David you said that yeah. about what the system does, which is, and you said it, you added on like it, it, it gobbles things up yeah. and, and get get I, rid of it. I mean, you know, shit. Two hundred years from now, if they're still humans and we still have think, a working civilization, we <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we pushing it. They might not even associate hip hop or jazz with black people. I totally agree with that. The young white avatar. Yeah. Like, listen, to me, one of the most tragic things about this system is that jazz music is not associated with black free culture thinkers. and men and free thinkers that as, they were. As well as that shit was moving people. Yeah. In his day, I mean, it still moved me, but that's what people went to hear. Like, and, that was the hip-hop and, of his moment. Yes, it was. And, and think about the... The... The patterns and all that, I just seen something about Coltrane literally was like making quadratic equations off mm-hmm. of the music. But, um, you know, socially, these jazz musicians, they paid dearly. Yeah. Like they were, they were viewed as devil music. They were viewed as um, pathway to drug use. The government through Harry Anslinger literally set upon them with hoover but mainly harry anslinger he went on a a public relations campaign to go after the billy holidays the mm-hmm. miles and all these people and really crushed them and mm-hmm. it was it the underpinnings of it all was racism yeah. and these black guys and black women were literally creating uh, the soundtrack for the world but it, it's something that Didi, one of the young guys who who, who we who we are you know like building with Didi was mentioning how his art for instance he's an artist how he doesn't you know he doesn't want to sell his art to everybody and it sounds it may sound extreme what he's saying to some people 
but it makes absolute sense because there is no preservation of our culture there's a bunch of romanticism and nostalgia about what used to be yo back in the day man in the 90s yo gangster rap was different yo it was message no gangster rap was very similar to what this drill rap shit is too but music always has a social implication to it and that narrative and what those great jazz musicians did you know it, sh it should be a curse that we only know of a robert glasper or terrence uh terrence martin it, you know what they did was literally they sacrificed themselves through the love of their culture and their art and in history has made them relics mm -hmm. if you if you even you know even if you're in a position to study them and and it's it's funny where we're gonna go now and the fact that we have this you have to continue to search and find but the the dot before the and at least in the american diaspora and no you know it's not just america because you had nigerian music popping in the in mm -hmm. the, in back of the day ethiopian jazz and mm -hmm. like all these variations of what's going on pollination yes you know and and what is the cross-pollination now like what is it now because when i was in south africa it I was think some you, you can't tell a lot of times until it starts to crystallize into mm -hmm. sort of like something then when it's about to be dead <laughs> yep. because then it becomes formulaic because it's it's right now it's like us pushing i think the fact that people have access to everything has just changed it it's like it's it's multiple movements all going on right now it's all mm. types of new shit mm. it's just that you know you don't have like the the perspective of history no. Or is shit going on that the powers that be haven't figured out how to capitalize yeah. on, so they haven't named it and, you know, and then turned it into a template. Yeah, like Afrobeat or yeah. I'm a Piano yeah. and House and yeah, exactly. all those things. Yeah, to the point is we have to reclaim our music, man. We have to get to the point where we know our history and know where it starts from um, and know its essence because I feel that once... I just I just sent everybody this group thing. The wisdom is a healing yeah, factor yeah. Mm -hmm. because once you know, you can heal yourself. Yeah, you know, and it's it's innate within the within the construct of the body. Like the more you know about something, then your mind, once it gravitates to something new, it adds on to what it already knows. Mm -hmm. So if you know what kind of music you were listening to and where it derives from, then you can add on in a better sense. I feel like a lot of people uh, look in this generation at what's being fed to them, right? So, for instance, I like to use Kanye because Kanye is at the forefront of everybody's conversation. But he knows what he's putting out. Like, he knows he has a sense of music, especially with Dark Twisted Fantasy. That album has so many different complexities, but has so many different tones and so many different triggers without even having to use words. He uses the triton or the tri-note which is a note that they consider like an evil or a dark note. That's why he is a dark twisted fantasy. He has ones where he has like a, a, a peaking note where it brings you like a jovial or a feeling of uh, ascension. And then he plays with those notes throughout the whole album. He also plays with uh, the vernacular. He also plays with the missings of word. Like, you know, there's also a great, um, a great podcast called Dissect. And Dissect goes into that album in, in, its, in its totality. But from a lot of people even 
that guy breaking it down, he kind of missed some points as well. But yeah, that album is incredible. Um, I send shows the vinyl right now, but it's it, he put a lot. It was it's a masterpiece in that case because sonically it was to that to that high point. I feel like um, yeah, and um, when it comes to like music in that sense, I feel like the youth have to know that because you're just gonna add on. You're just gonna add on to that period you're gonna be like i want to sound like a kid cuddy but where did he come from what what, what what's ohio music what is that like that low uh that low vibration sound what is he inspired from that like humming that harmonizing the humming it comes from like a native american uh, ancestry it's it comes from the soul it comes from the spirit what do y'all want to listen to what do y'all want to hear oh um gee willikers <laughs> that's a good one uh I mean, yo, honestly, yeah, you know, I was listening to some Kid Cudi. I mean, honestly, just because, you know, I don't even know. I just like that sound like that. You know, like that kind of sound is just very powerful. I feel like uh, uh, they diss him. They they joke on him right now. He got some decent music. He He understands. He understands vibration. Cause I think also for me just with music, music, yeah, like sometimes yeah. for me, honestly, your character comes into play with my ability to appreciate your music sometimes. And I've heard Cat Cuddy say some things that are just kind of ridiculous to me, but his music <laughs> yeah. is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, you know, you know what? Socially and politically and life-wise. It's too much on the line sometimes for me to pretend or force myself to like something. Um, but that's a whole nother conversation. But, no, that, you know, I like that. I like all, that too. All, you know, like, <laughs> like, I like that trend of thought. All, yeah. all those dudes, you know, listen, there's so many ill musicians though. Facts. Like it's so many ill musicians. And I, I'm, I'm kind of resistant to the, yo, the, yo, this, the genius thing. Cause you know, Musically, man, the genius list is, 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 you know, if you're going to start giving certain guys geniuses uh, attributes, you got to widen that list. You got to talk some, about Quincy Jones. You got to talk, talk about so Herbie many. Hancock. You got to talk about people who don't never even get talked about, though. And Facts. that's, that, you know, there's a bunch of people who don't. Um, what's homeboy who killed himself who was a writer, singer Donnie from Hampton? Hampton. Oh. No, from Hampton committed suicide, shot himself in Long Island, was emceeing, started Will Irvine. Oh, what, Weldon Irving. Weldon Irving. Him. Oh, man. Weldon is... A, he's, Yo. He's, he is hip-hop. Yo, is that, the, that yeah. whole thing is, is. is tragic and beautiful at the same, at yeah. the same time. Yo. Now, Weldon Irving, that was crazy. Digging for Irving. Yeah. Uh, dig, digging for Weldon. Uh, yeah. That's what uh, J- uh, with Victorious, yeah, and, and, and yeah, that yeah. crew Good did. Shout out to Victorious, yeah, and Legacy, and his record shot, Legacy Dumbo, yeah, yeah, Legacy Records. Yo, man, there's a lot of people out there who want to search for sound, and and then going to the, that point with Ota Vinyl, what keeps me going and searching for sound is that hunger to dip below the radar. Like, and I feel like that's what vinyl has. Vinyl has a tangibility because you're you're searching for a sound without somebody telling you what to search for. Like you might dig in one of the crates and you're like, oh, that's a dope cover. Or now you you return back to the record shop, say, for over years of digging and you couldn't identify a certain label. 
right? You look for that label, like, oh man, West End got these dope labels, or mm-hmm. oh, these dope tracks, or uh, tracks got these dope tracks, or what? You start to not know, know the name, the house name. Like you're like, oh, Strictly Rhythm, that's a dope uh, record label. Or maybe I'm I'm looking for like Strata East, or I'm looking for Tribe Records, or I'm looking for Blue Note. Or you looking for all these oh, records? Yeah, yeah, it's called uh, Strata Records, The Sound of Detroit. Uh, yes, you know, dope, reimagined by Jazz and Nova. So big up a mirror. That's 180 proof records. That's the homie. Fire. Maybe I mean, we could hear um, a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, you know, next. Um, but but I, I like the direction we going because vinyl is a unifying factor here too. Like yeah. brothers of vinyl. So you touching on it now, but I, I want to hear kind of like what really pulled y'all into vinyl. I guess you, you're into that. Um, yeah, that's what Dave's getting into right now. But um, just real quick, one of the things that comes to mind is growing up, I would see like I was such a hip hop head at such a young age that I'm getting, you know, I'm just getting whatever my brother's getting. So I'm, I'm getting uh, Run DMC. I'm getting, you know, all that. By then, I'm kind of figuring out my own vibe, but mm-hmm. I'm seeing the labels. And then now as an adult, there are certain labels that I'll see if I'm like kind of looking through records, digging and, I, and like, you know, profile mm-hmm. will be like a certain look, a certain visual. And then I'm kind of like I started to kind of put sounds together, too, because it's coming from one label. And so that label is probably A&R and then looking mm-hmm. for a certain yeah, sound yeah. and curating this certain sound. Same Sugar Hill or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and growing up again, Sugar Hill, you like, oh, that's, you know, what's the Sugar Hill gang? And then but they had other artists under there. So you would start to see these connections from mm-hmm. a label perspective. Yeah, so. a, lot of time, a lot of times those artists on the label wind up working together. They may have the same producer, mm-hmm. you know, so to your point. Now, actually, I remember being uh, in the 80s. That, that was like a, it was a Run DMC Curtis Blow. Mm-hmm. They had eight million stories that 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 was to me. That was like the first like mind blower. That was like a super group because I'm like, wait, Run DMC, how did they even get like in my mind? I'm like a kid. I'm like, mm-hmm. how did they get together? And how this song sounds amazing. And so young mind my young mind exploded, you know, and we're going to I hate dogs. But but that like, again, like when label different artists on the same label can collaborate, that, mm-hmm. that's like a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. And now we collab. Brooklyn which is epic and old Dave, to vinyl old to vinyl and collabing and Dave and Asen are collabing and um, you know we we, we uh, this is a, I'm excited about this man like I'm really you know look if you don't you know Sounds of the Combine is um, something we're gonna try to continue and make you know some continuity to it um, we had the first one was incredible. I played that playlist um, all week. Um, it went every not it didn't go everywhere, but it went in so many different places. Um, and now we, you know, it, it may even rain this weekend, but I think we still gonna just bring it inside the, the office and keep it popping. Keep the message. Keep it. Keep the message going. Actually, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad. Yeah, so am I'm I. glad we in the foxhole. Yeah, that, brothers, that was our first time playing together. That was crazy. Like, 
Yo, and the synergy was, uh, yeah, I really yo. enjoyed listening to Dave and playing with you, brother. Yo, yeah. likewise, man. It came to the point where, like, first off, I sent has every record. So, like, <laughs> and he, like, he, we were just talking about artists. Like, I didn't even think he would have Dark Twisted Fantasy's record. I didn't even think he would have Man on the Moon record. He had those records. Didn't reference. But come, but also the cuts that he was playing. So he played the Freddie Gibbs track with Mad Lib, um, was it that uh, oh, the bandana? Oh, massage right? sheets. Yeah, the massage sheets, yeah, seats, like, the massage seats. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, and then it goes on. They got the reggae cut, and I always play that cut. A lot of people don't even know what I'm playing yeah, because so they're hard. just like, okay, this dude is on an interlude. Like he's like we're listening to reggae, but then he goes to this, like you know. But people who know know, you know. And when he pulled that track exclusively and played that that track. I was like, oh, we on the same page. Yeah. And then he was like, yo, Dave, where you want to take it? And I was like, yo, wherever we want to go. And he just took one track and played it. And then I played the Omar track. And he was like, oh, I got that, but I got the other edit. You know, when somebody has the other edit, you're like, yo, but this was a, a test pressing. How you get, you know, and he's like, yo, oh, I got the geology joint. He's like, oh, that's my man's. So it was like that kind of uh, understanding is rare with my age group. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because... You know, I I could name a couple of people who I could rock with like that, but because first off, I sent is a DJ. He's also a, a graphic designer. He's also fly. He's also uh, is a MC. So like when all those things came together, it was like, oh my gosh! Like I met uh, someone from the same ilk. The same yeah. way when I met Phil, the same way I met Kenny. Like when Kenny came, how I met Kenny was I, I work at Double RL. Came into the shop, you know, he was he, he came in just how he is. He's like, yo, I'm just coming for the clothes, you know, I'm just trying to get in and get out. And then I was just like, yo, those are dope boots, those are Livingston boots. And he was like, um, yeah, yeah, these are nice. <laughs> you know, kept it real short. But then, like, his style was what resonated. I was like, okay, this is a brother here who's not just buying the hype. He's buying practical clothing, but of quality. Like, he's buying... Uh, third piece he's buying a vest with his suit you know then he's coming to buy the trench coat he got the briefcase like these are uh, pieces i feel like when people relate to style and fashion they just buy the hype piece they'll mm -hmm. buy something that matches the jordans or they'll matches the shoes so you can say yeah i got taste but taste is very 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 minute like you taste is very refined taste you go to somebody's house you see they have taste you see where they eat, they have taste. You know, some people will just fly and eat a greasy <laughs> McDonald's and say that's amazing. And that's no no shot no no shots to that individual. But if you have refined taste, it has to be at all all levels. So when I listened to the combine, I was like, yo, this guy is they got the brand Nubian track, the Peace to the Gods. I was like, that's fire. Then he had the the you started off with uh, Marcus Garvey and I was like yo I did a track um, with the Sim Simma beat called Keys and I started it with the Marcus Garvey like, oh, this is this is fire and it,
90 degrees out in that summer, feeling like jam rock. I got my hand cocked, about to twist, sun head 360. Bag of nickels, about to pop from the force of my fist. About to leave red splats on his beanie. Give me the keys, beanie. Hard headed Rasta, wanna play big shot, I smoke all my weed. Got men, I play a game with them idiots, yelling out your see that Blows in your face, colors changing, attendance ranging from 1 to 180. Niggas know that, but down a hard rock, 730 got dropped as a baby. Funny nigga, buddy crazy. Got a buck 50 underneath his bucket. Got a fetish for a fucking baby. Saying the words are evil to bring innocence in. Now that's crazy. Said his life would turn up quick 180. When he see God in the physical, until then he blurts out the spiritual. Everything is performed the ritual. Evil thoughts embrace his stature. I need a baker wrapped that type of nigga. Billing high off of cocaine. A riddle and gorilla. Red eye, ghost face killer. Badass get banged for pickups. Get the hiccups. See, dreadies, no for stickers. Beats smelling like opening oars and pus. Hard white and dust. Hard times for us. Selfish thoughts, money, parables, and God we trust. Hands cutting, hands that are callous. Dance move, trance moves are them, we are gallus. Them walk is off, talk is up, pat walk. Cat paws wrapped around wrists. Brothers and all types of weird shit. Got pisses from ears to lips. All in unison. Type of shit you would see in a warrior's flick. Them not play, them boys from the bush. Them not boys to push. Them while the teeth running house and ambush. You feel them heart beat, no beat. Them boys have that, no fear, no tear. A shed evil got your disease. They spread hard living. And it was just that message when I say you, you didn't you're not selling anything there. You're just telling, you know, and I feel like that is the hidden and obvious. It's so obvious that we forgot because we've been caught up with capitalism that the obvious is to tell yes. than than rather sell. You know, it's like, yo, I'm just going to tell them, put you on. And that gives you in this essence a sense of honor and respect because people like what you see. We all see things different. That's why I like how early Nas sounded because yeah. early Nas was just not. Tone was different. His pace was different. Yeah. Like he's literally a journalist. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I saw and it's ill because I got ill taste. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, look, I'm just listening to y'all, man. I want to hear some music. I ain't really tripping, man. <laughs> I'm just staying in pocket, man. I'm fasting. Part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so I think what we're gonna do, is, <laughs> I think what we're gonna do is something unprecedented. I'm about to blow it up. I'm about to blow up the internets right now. What we're gonna do is we're gonna complete once we're done with this podcast. Our wonderful listening audience is going to be able to get a little taste of the Vinyl Brothers, and we're gonna we're gonna play some. We're gonna let it rock for for a little minute, and we're gonna take a little clip. No vinyl, brothers. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> the vinyl, brothers. Yo, shut the fu- yo, shut up, man. Get back in your corner. Anyway, take that in the spirit it was given. No, but no, but we're gonna um, we're gonna play some um, we're gonna play some music after this. Usually, we take us we take our audience out with one song, and we end the podcast. But we're gonna let we're gonna let a mix play. So. This would be an extra long episode, but it'll be righteous. Oh, oh, to vinyl, oh, to vinyl. This dude, this dude, man, you you a babblehead. I really want to definitely shout out State of Course Records because that that label changed my life. That was the label that. Uh, introduced me to vinyl that was a label that when i walked into ibrahim hassan's space 
I saw an envisionment of what my future was. Like this short guy that my friend put me on to was like, yo, I want to give you a PSA live record um, that you could rap over, like the, G- uh, the Just Blaze PSA track. And I heard it, I was like, man, I'd rather rap over the Just Blaze joint. And then, but when I went into his space, into his uh, apartment, which was right next to a funeral home, um, on Cortell U, I was just like, and I lived right behind him. Uh, I was just like, yo, I don't even know what y'all on, but this is real different. It smelled like incense. It looked like a prayer room. Like he's he's Muslim. So I walked in there and I was like, yo, out of respect, I'm just going to sit right in this corner right here. I don't want to touch nothing because everything here looks sacred. I'm going to just chill. But then when I looked around, it had these relic pieces. It was like he had a reel to reel. We were recording on a on an A side, an A track. We were recording on an A track. Never seen that in my life. We were recording on cassette. Never seen that. We were recording and punching in. We only had like four. We only had four chambers to record out of. So it was just like, you fucked up. You got to do that shit over again. It was only one take. And they called me 80 Take Dave. Because I never, I never was really an MC. And they saw that I could MC. So when we pressed the track, first off, before we even started to really, re- they wanted to see where I was at. They was just like, yo, where you at with your rhyme skills? And I gave him where I was at, and it was like, yeah, there's potential there. <laughs> but, I mean, you you nice. You all right, but you're not really hitting. Why you, why you not hitting on the one, and why you not hitting on the four? It's either you're, gonna, it's either you're erratic, but you got to give us some kind of pattern here. And I didn't know what they were talking about because I would just rap over a beat. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, Currency raps over a beat. And he just says whatever. Devin the Dude raps over the beat. And just says whatever he want to say. Dilla rap over beat. And then I didn't cool. know. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you know her. To the patterns, I, yeah, patterns. I'm not listening to the to the to the patterns. I was like, Yo, Nas raps on pattern, of course. Jay Z raps on pattern, but this is the new avant garde rap. But not realizing that some tracks are harder than the others. And why why am I bopping my head to this one? And I'm just like, Ah, oh, this is whack. Why is Prodigy's versus dope on some tracks and i'm just like ah, he ain't really hit on this one maybe it's because he's rapping on beat so then they were like yeah <laughs> so they <laughs> so they put me on to pmd i'm like oh y'all don't eat pmd he's like no you gotta see this pmd track and i was like oh pmd they was so they 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 separated how other tracks like yeah you ain't know about that and there was um i forget the name of the track but you know once i get it you you hear it in the um in the re in the re-edit but it's like they kind of put me on to a lot of these tracks on vinyl. Like, they was like, oh, you never heard this? Boom, boom. That's why I, I never heard of Tribe Records until, I thought like, you talking about Tribe Called Quest? Nope. Mm-hmm. Listen to Tribe, listen to uh, Philip Hammond. Boom, who's that? Like, yo, mm-hmm. like, they opened up my eyes dusty. It was, it had a lot of, like, uh, cowbells. It had a lot of kalimbas. It had a lot of uh, essential sounds that sparked my chakras. So then when I started to write now, I had embraced all of that. I was like, oh, this is going to be real black. Like, I'm not rapping on no Wu-Tang shit because I was really influenced by Ghostface and Raekwon. I'm rapping like Buckshot. I'm rapping like Guru. I'm rapping with an, with an intent to, like, really get. And even if not, I'm rapping like Cellar Dwellers. I'm rapping like like something, something that, like, my generation isn't really keen or understanding of on a mass level. You know, and then I really started to dive into like how most approaches or Yasin would approach a, a, a sound. That's how they were saying. I heard an interesting story today about how 
most when you talk about I guess integrity with your music and art how a certain most did an album with this certain producer um, well-known producer uh, that was under that Dame Dash had signed to for nothing and was treating oh you talking about uh, Ski Beats yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard that uh they had an album together and I heard the album is crazy. But uh Damon Dash came with his Damon Dash and I heard most this is just wrong, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard most is like, yo, psh, fuck it. It that that don't ever have to come out. Cause he wasn't willing to compromise himself because of the shenanigans that I guess he felt Damon Dash was bringing to the table. He's that like, sounds very much like most. But, but the star, the, the 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 producer was like, you know, crushed. <laughs> like, I guess he wanted most to uh, bend over a little bit so he can get it out to the world. But I, I like hearing stories like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Sean Price. Sean Price has mad songs still has mad songs that i look i think I, I i i like music i think i know a little bit about quality of it like if the world heard some of the songs that they've heard they would be like oh why you never put this out mm-hmm. but dudes is like they don't you know some artists as, as erica badu says is sensitive about this shit, you know what i'm saying but um it's some it's it's just so much beautiful art out there that doesn't get a, a light today and i hope through the sounds of the combine we can pay respect to the preservation and the 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 music and the message and the brilliance of 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 black music um and and the, the power of it as far as movements you know movements are very important and there has to be a soundtrack to a movement and the sounds of the combine, I guess, is a soundtrack to our lives and, and the movement, <coughs> our, our perspective. Peace. Bitch ass Phil, what's next? Sorry, everybody, please excuse yeah, Kenneth. He's feeling sick right now. Kicked uh, PM, PM Dawn off the stage. Yeah. You I fucking PM Dawn, B. <laughs> yeah, you KRS once. So. Yeah, I am. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Peace. All right, don't get the I was dancing with Latifah. Yeah, I was dancing with when that happened. Actually, I was there. I was, you, were, you were at the... I was at the... I was there. Redman had just got busy. He had that one freestyle. He kept uh, saying, dun, dun, da, like the boys and men shit. Uh-huh. He finished. And I was dancing with Latifah. I was in there with Buster and somebody else. Uh, Charlie Brown and some other people. And... uh PM Dawn came on and Willie D came out, kicked him off the stage, and KRS grabbed the mic and they just started doing their bridges over. The shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, with that said, Willie D, we got some more music stories. We got yeah, we got more more music wow. Um, wow. tales coming out. So, but we like to say peace. Even though it's dead, I never felt so alive. Yeah. So I rhyme like in the fall light. 
No alcohol, but still in a bar fight. My persona like bulls out in Barcelona. I take charge like a salesman and rolling over. Born leader, never do what I'm supposed to. With more shit to the street than a foreclosure. I speak heat to the beat, they repeat over. You sound better when the DJ's talking over. Even though you win, the cycle spins. He kissed yesterday and told him till we meet again. Never looking back, nah. Even though ain't promised for the dollars, as long as the crowd holler, follow me. Uh, yeah. You know, to appreciate a win, you gotta go through losses, you know? Damn. Gotta keep your head up, though. And even though they say the sun gon' shine no more, we live in ball time till I reach the sky. Feel the yeah. drop falling out of heaven's eye. Even though it's there, uh, I never felt so alive. Yeah. Red walls, headstrong, chest strong. God flesh, friend of yours, goddess, uh. Obsessed, treated like an object, sex. Timeless, gotta stretch for a catch. Like, I get stressed when I think about the fresh. Undressed quick, left me a hick on the neck, jets. New York, our flights for the next two weeks. Two sheets of the mess that my music's Orchestrated music set to amuse me You sweets, less true beast Do beauty on the bed Headrest, yeah, better than the rest And best and blessed, uh And yes, if the question is a subtle hint Of how heaven sits I say bliss Eight kisses take infinite intentions to the fest And dimensions where we met back And uh, even though they say the sun gon' shine no more We live with all time Till yeah. I reach the sky Feel uh, the teardrop falling out of heaven's eye Even though it's there, I never felt so alive Uh, yeah, M-E-D Uh, B-L-U Uh, yeah Checking out Mad Livers, he repossesses some old Blue Note recordings. Checking out my fellow Scorpion, Mad Lib.
black as a thousand black faces writhing and a million white faces asking, Oh my God, what do they want? Black is such a shock, it's electrifying. Black is a beautiful sister walking past the playoff sign and watching the sign mentally ask herself, I thought I knew for sure, I thought I knew for sure that I was beautiful. Black is so composite, it's the whole. Black is a stain on the kitchen towel that HS cannot remove. Black is us, young and old. Black is an old wrinkled faced queen sitting on the porch and rocking away her last days, thinking of her grandchildren. Black is the old lady's grandchildren yelling, Revolution! So that their grandmother would die free. Black is misery, black is pain. Black is marching in Alabama and getting nothing but rifle butts on the brain and not the freedom that you march for. Black is digging John Coltrane. John Coltrane as he blows, no, not as he blows, but as he tells you of his life, which is his people's life, which is all our lives. Blow, train, blow. Listen, black people, listen. Listen to train as he blows away your life, the way white people blow you away every day. Thank you. 
Brooklyn, my habitat, the place where I happen at. Loud swaying the sharp balance of the battle axe. I ain't so brandished that dogs draw the hammer back. It's where you find a new tool crew cameras at. It's where my fam is at, the summertime jam is at. They play big and get you open like a sandalback. Hot in the candle wax, hustling, you can't relax. The crack babies trying to find where they mammas at. It's off the handle black with big police scandals at. Turning the action screenplay, so the mirror max. The type of place where they check your appearance at. And cats who know where all the hot low gear is at. The stomping grounds where you find a pound smokers at. Be blazing charm to have your wave cap floating back. The doorstep where the dispossessed posted at. Dope fiends out on Franklin Ave selling Zobar racks. You big baller better keep your money folded back. Cause once the young guns notice that it's over, black Brooklyn keep on taking it worldwide. We over for that. Flossy cats getting snatched like the local tax. The place I show up my baritone won't be that one. Die, never dead, like I said, all we fucking do is multiply I puff a mad bag of food, niggas be like, yo, who's short? I bust niggas with my stick shooter I get so much pussy, my dick be in stitches Red bones eat, fuck the black doodle bitch What this little nigga is, a mad stalker Brick in New York, you got the leash around your neck and then the walk up If you the bigger nigga, bigger niggas get broke Cause I'm the buck and I don't give a fuck, my dick you can stop Buck is a killer, feel a nigga like vanilla I'm small but I'm strong like that fucking gorilla Brooklyn on the map, I never gave a fuck, I never give a fuck Cause I'm all at, I take no chips, you give in the buck city I even blew the bitch, cause your man tried to hit Blow the clip, bust that to the head The nappy head trap, fuck shot it for a head Blow the clip, bust that to the head The nappy head trap, fuck shot it for a head Blow the clip, bust that to the head The nappy head trap, fuck shot it for a head Blow the clip, bust that to the head The nappy head trap, fuck shot it for Now with my knuckle red running up in your 